So there's a, a hard subject right there to talk about, uh, pedophile and pedophilia. But necessary. But it's necessary, man. It's, it's got to get done. Somebody's got to say something about it sooner or later. And um, with uh, Navajo Pedro, you know, being a like a ferocious uh, lion when it comes to his child. And then for me, myself, I don't have any children. But for me, being a veteran and, you know, defending the the United States when I was serving in the Army, um, which I for, totally forgot to introduce myself back in episode four. But that's all right. Um, you know, combine those two elements combined within us. You know, we're we're here taking a stand and we're not... Um, we're just not afraid anymore of being told what to do, what not to do. And, you know, it's it's just gotten to the point now where we're just so sick and tired of this stuff. And um, and the way we've seen things happen, you know, we, we'd rather bring it out than keep holding it to ourselves. And But, you know, a, a big round of applause for um, Navo Pedro for willing to share that part of his life. Um, for myself, I... I'm fortunate and lucky enough that nothing like that ever happened to me. So, um, you know, it, it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to put myself in that situation to understand someone, but at the same time, it's it's just the way it is, man. Um, so, with my positive influence, um, with not having a, a negative background sexually like that, kind of hoping that um, you know we can we can use those positive um, influences and. Start working on uh, community gardens, which is our next subject. And um, it might be uh, a weird departure from uh, pedophiles and pedophilia, but community gardens, you know, that's another thing that could unite us during these times of the pandemic and this coronavirus. Um, you know, as I've been saying before, me and Navo Pedro, we're not scientists, we're not research. Well, we are researchers as far as what we what we bring out and the subjects that we're talking about but um i mean it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that community gardens and growing your own vegetables is very beneficial to not only your health yourself your family your community it just it's just really good for the environment and um there's a lot of um studies that have been coming out and it, it's kind of really hard to know what's fact from fiction what's true what's not I know a lot of people like to look at the facts and say that or, uh, the researched facts is what they go by. And other times, you know, some people just don't have access to stuff like that. So it's just um, basically, you know, going off of instinct. So when you plant corn and you plant squash and beans or whatever, watermelon, um, you, you start to know your, your, your planting um, how to plant and how how your your crop is going to come out you know whether you tend to it a lot or not enough or how much water you give it and stuff like that you know there's a lot of that stuff to where um back in 2017 was the first time i tried no 2016 was the first time i tried a community garden for the clagato community um, I try to make it as the Clagato Veterans Garden, but uh, not a lot of veterans were interested, so I just changed it into a community garden. And we planted some corn and melons, but I did not know that this was over at the Chap Clagato Chapter House. I didn't know that 
you know, the horses could smell it. And, you know, me still being a city boy, you know, I'm just was thinking, oh, okay, well, you know, the plants will grow and it'll be beautiful and pretty. And the area around the Clagato chapter house is rich in minerals and, you know, there really won't be a problem. And here comes the horses, man. They eat up the corn. And then um, well, I also planted some squash and, and watermelon. And I got help from the, um, oh, what do you call those guys? The uh, the Mormons, yeah, they, they had a program out in uh, Ganado. And that's where I talked to them. They invited them over. They, they tilled the land for me. And then we helped plant. And then I didn't, I wasn't really thinking about putting a fence around it. But anyways... So, with that being said, uh, 2017, I tried again, um, got a little bit better results. 2018, I was just too busy with trying to get Clagato Veterans Nonprofit as, as a status, so I didn't really get to it. Um, and then 2019, we planted a little, but it really didn't do too much. Crows came, they ate it up, and, and I was so busy that I couldn't tend to it, and I was kind of hoping that someone out of the goodness of their heart would go over there and water them and keep track of it. And, but you know what, that's fine. Cause now we're in 2020 and everybody who didn't want to do it, they're probably realizing now that with the rise of uh, food and, and, um, the, the cost of food actually like vegetables at Walmart, um, you know, that it's more beneficial to actually have your own garden. Now the community garden was just something to where, I was thinking maybe people were too lazy, so the convenience of having it at the chapter house would have been easy for them. But they were still lazy, so um, all I can say is, you know, me and my mom, we have our own little crop out here. Navajo Pedro, he has his over at his house. So um, now that we know that um, the the good and bad of having a community garden and a personal garden and growing your own vegetables... Let's talk about greenhouses. Now that's something where we don't really have that luxury out here on the reservation because all our plants and crops are growing out in the hot direct heat and the sunlight and sometimes, you know, it's just it's just sad to see these plants burn <laughs> their 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 leaves and whatnot. Um and then with the greenhouse, um we could manufacture our own all the water bottles that we drink here on the reservation. We just throw them away, you know. If there was a way where these chapters could set money aside or we could do some more research on how to get a machine that melts plastic, we could build our own, um, uh, what do you call it, greenhouses. And if people come over and steal it, well, you know what, that's fine because, you know, with all the trash we make with plastic, we might as well let people start stealing, like, the little, um, the walls and the roofs to, to a greenhouse. You know, maybe they need it, you know. Nobody really thinks about that. All they say is, oh, don't trust this person in the community. That person's a thief and, and stuff like that. You know, it's it's um, you know, it's really contradicting. So all I can say that for as far as that goes is if we melt plastic and we make that an industry, that's one less thing we got to worry about because we'll be making money, people will be employed, and a lot of people will be coming to the Navajo Nation saying, you know, we want to buy some of your, your plastic walls for our greenhouses or whatever we make them out of, you know. I mean, not, uh, I mean, as far as um, structures, I mean, we could even get all these melted plastic, put them together and make uh, corrals, you know. And, and uh, over time, if the, the corral, the plastic corral gate starts to melt or, or droop down, 
take it back to the manufacturer, melt it again, and start another one. You know, it that way we keep our environment going. We're we're into recycling. We all work together as a community, as a tribe, um, and then we start to influence other tribes. Hopefully, that they'll start to do the same thing. Then once again, Native Americans will be back on top where we should have been instead of being beggars and and helpless <laughs> and helpless uh, people. But anyways, so uh, on that note of um, plastic, I, I saw a news report that um, this was like two years ago. But um, the United States makes so much plastic and they ship it off to like another country like uh, was it India and China. And what those guys were doing out there was they were separating the plastic and um, they were going through all this American trash, American garbage, and they were recycling it. And it gave them a pretty good living for a while. You know, a lot of these, um, a lot of these uh, families out there in those other countries, they were able to make a living. You know, they send their kids to college and whatnot. But then it just got to the point where Americans just created so much trash, so much garbage that they're like, it's not even worth it anymore, you know. So they started sending it back to the United States. And I think um, currently it's over in uh, New Jersey right now. But if we had a real competent Navajo Nation president. Maybe we could find some way to convince New Jersey to give us the, that plastic. And, you know, we start to manufacture our, our, our own. And you see the many uses of plastic. And why can't we make homes out of them, you know? Yeah, I mean, if it does, you know, obviously it's going to melt. But if we learn how to talk to our native um, engineers. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But um, if we talk to them and, you know, they might have a way to where they could say, you know, you could get all this plastic, uh, this type of plastic, that type of plastic. This would be great for a wall. This would be great for a roof. This is good for stucco. This is good for, for whatever, you know. And we could all start working on it like that instead of just throwing it off the side of the road and, or just throwing it in the trash. And, you know, it just, it, it would be a toxic, hazard type of uh occupation so there would obviously have to be a hazard pay for all that toxicity that that comes out of it if we were going to melt it and stuff so all that you know we could all cover that you know everybody's got some really good ideas every now and then on the reservation sometimes those that can't think you know they'll, they'll come in handy somewhere down the road and then um as far as the um the greenhouses go, um, I mean, that's just, you know, that's a win situation for everybody. And then also, um, uh, the, the other situation that's kind of come up, which, you know, I don't care if it sounds like a, um, where if it sounds like a conspiracy theory, I, I don't really care, but it's the soybean oil that has been in a lot of food lately. So that's where I think it, soybean has a lot of, um, Oh, what was it estrogen. like? Pro estrogen into it. So that estrogen is for us men. If we start taking it, we become. It starts messing with our insides, you know. Uh, like that movie, The Longest Yard, when um, those guys replaced that football player's steroids with estrogen, and he was talking about his nipples hurting, and he he was like um, being like his own cheerleader and stuff, and he was like, you know, if you're gonna cry, I'll cry with you, and you know all this stuff. So. Um, that's where, you know, you kind of have to do, uh, do an assessment. Um, we really need to learn more about our, our fruits and vegetables and the effects they have on us and all those, uh, antioxidants that go into it. 
the nitrogen that comes out of our urine, uh, that's good for some plants, you know. And although us Navajos are not really known for research and scientific discoveries and whatnot, it wouldn't have hurt to help to kind of research that, kind of learn a little bit more. Because this stuff that's going on with the coronavirus, as I've said in episode one, two, three, four, you know, they will take keep taking advantage of us like that because we don't know, you know, it, when people die, are they really dying from the coronavirus or is it just because we're too lazy to investigate and learn more? So that's where I think learning about plants and vegetables um, and, and fruits and vegetables, actually, that's what would really help out. One example is the tomatoes. Um, some people did some research and found out that tomatoes is not good for people who have arthritis. It works against them. Um, our liver inside our body, it's a filter. And when we put too much sodium, it's pretty much salt in there. It's kind of hard for it to, to digest it right. So when us Navajos get a lot of uh, commodity foods and we're eating those right out of the can, the Vienna sausage right out of the can, all that sodium is there to preserve that flavor, to preserve it from getting spoiled. And if we don't eat it right or if we don't uh, filter it in, in a way to where it doesn't really corrode our livers or overwork our livers then we will be doing a lot better I think we'll, we will be healthier and when these guys are saying that oh, a lot of Navajos are dying from coronavirus well it's probably because of there's so much sodium in our system that you know it of course uh, you know something like a virus is going to be we're going to be easy pickings for something like that not to mention that we eat a lot of junk food and, you know, we drink a lot of uh, syrupy, sugary sodas. And, you know, I'm guilty of drinking uh, energy drinks sometimes. I, I kind of slow down a lot, but every now and then I'll, I'll have some. And, but I, I don't do it to, excessive, to an excessive point like I used to. Um, but now I can, I can feel myself. Uh, I'm, I'm moving around quicker, faster. Um, and than I was before, like when I first came out to Claggett when I was fat, sloppy, and lazy. Now I'm more energetic, moving around quicker, and uh, getting a lot of things done for the nonprofit. So those are the type of things where I believe we could really benefit off of it. And then not to mention, and also, you know, not to mention um, that doing the whole uh, legalizing marijuana thing. That's where a lot of people like Navo Pedro, he's already discussed how, you know, you can separate uh, hemp and the THC and everything that's in there, sativa, um, indica, what they all do, how they could be appetite suppressants um, for some of these elderlies that are always constantly hungry, it can kind of help them out. Uh, those who are overweight, it could kind of slow them down. Those who have, you know, so mar like, like Navo Pedro says, marijuana is a miracle, um, is a miracle medicine. It's not a drug, so I just want to clear that up. But anyways, so if we... <laughs> Is medicine, yeah. So um, with all that, during these coronavirus times, let's start researching all this stuff. Let's stop being scared of some little virus and let's figure out what we can do with our insides. Now, obviously, when you get sick, you develop your your immune system develops uh, its its own um, its own buildup to something like that. So th that's already been discussed, um, but. You know, I guess eventually later we'll go more in depth on it because I've been wanting to do that for a while, but I've just been really busy. So um, with that being said, um, 
let's keep that conversation going, not only with uh, childhood pedophilia, but every other subject that we've discussed so far in this podcast and the previous podcasts. And, um, you know, the, the vegetables, the fruits, the just who we are as Native Americans, who we are as Navajos, that proud people that we once were. We still can get back to that, man. It, it ain't that hard. It's just, you know, the way our mindset is. That's why me and Pedro, Navajo Pedro, we're making the uh, we're making those discussions now. We're we're making the talking points and we're putting it out there. So now that I've had my say, let's have uh, Navajo Pedro say his part. Community garden shit. This is something that I fully endorse. Something that we really need to do. Something that you should do with your free time. Grow a little plant. Grow something. Grow a little bud plant. You know what I mean? Just something, you know what I mean? Because that's something that's beautiful, that's there, that's nature, that's God-given, you know what I mean? That's something that God gave us, you know what I mean? If you read Genesis, every seed that God put here on earth was for us, you know what I mean? The good and the bad ones, and that's definitely one of the good ones, you know what I mean? But but you can see how a, um, a real good one can turn bad, you know what I mean? Like tobacco, for example. Tobacco was good, natural, but then how it got addictive and how it got chemicals and it just became as bad as meth with all the chemicals that they add in there. You know what I mean? It became addictive. And, you know, and like I said before, that's why I got worried about cigarette getting involved in the weed game. But still, you know what I mean? That's something you can do with your kids and spend time with them, spend valuable time, you know, and then that's something that we natives used to do back in the day, you know, what I mean? besides being warriors, hunters, gatherers, and um, growers. It's just something that's natural in us, you know what I mean? Um... Like, after the long walk, you know what I mean, after we were loud back, uh, there's some natives that stayed in, some Navajos that stayed in, um, like, the Pueblo Res and whatnot. Like, when you come back on the Albuquerque Freeway, you know, when you hit the Pueblos, and, you know, and there's some Navajos that stayed out there, and some Navajos that stayed in New Mexico all the way back to Arizona, you know what I mean, and, yeah, um, but out here in Flagato, you know what I mean, uh, the storybook, you know, goes that a lot of them from long walk settled here, and when they settled here in Flagato, they had 12, they um, started farming, and Plagato was a big area where, you know what I mean, they had a lot of crops, they had, they were growing a bunch of stuff, I guess, and they had their own, you know, like, dams, their own little systems, and, you know, and there's still, like, a, like, a, was it a lake, a little mini lake out there, too, and, you know, it's just something that we lost, but something we can easily get back, you know, especially since we got nothing but time to kill, and, you know, um, what Mateo was saying, too, about, um, you know, about all the plastic waste, that, that was a very good topic and it's a very good idea he has, you know what I mean? About, yeah, like getting a contract, it might as well just, like, finding out a way to basically just melt it down and just restructure it to make um, greenhouses and corrals, you know what I mean? Since plastic takes a long time to, um, um, to deteriorate and whatnot, um, that would be a very good, you know, that's a very good thought and... To expand on that, you know, I mean, what you're talking about making it homes, you can make it homes because I've seen a video where they use two liter bottles and they fill it up with nothing but sand, they cap it, and then they just put it row by row and then they put mud over it and they do another row like that and they make a whole house, the wall, the walls of the house just like that. And since the plastic it takes a long time to deteriorate, it's kind of like a good, I don't know, it's kind of like, you know, very inner way to, of using it without just wasting it, you know. Like I've been saying is that a lot of medicine, a lot of remedies are in nature, and that's still true, you know what I mean, because uh, nature provides, like I keep saying, and, you know, I mean, it makes sense that everything is 
unbalanced and imbalanced now because you know we've um, polluted. We've you know what I mean. We let the we let the white dudes do their thing, and yeah, and you know what I mean. There's a saying going around that saying like the way to get this whole earth back in balance. You know what I mean is to get like a native president, and you see, I can see where you know what I mean that can really put things into balance because we won't be thinking about money or you know trades or whatnot. We can. We know that easily that this land can provide and nature provides and we'll use that source and we, we won't go to other countries for their oil or trade oil or coal or whatever they did back in the day you know I mean, all as far as coal goes and all that like oil that should be a old thought you know that died in the 1950s you need to look forward to like um new and new um innovative energy that we can provide using solar power water um you know plastic that's you know, it's just, it's just one of them, you know what I mean? Because you can still use the paper, recycle it too, make more paper, you know? It's just that, you know, America and everything is too lazy to sort things out anymore. Yeah, we there's the recycle bins, but no one uses that for shit, you know what I mean? Just here and there or just to look good and, you know, and take a picture of themselves on Facebook or something. But, you know, um, that's... Like if we did get a contract like that, you know, that would be that would provide jobs and would be a good thing to instead of just putting everything in landfills. And I've been, um, when I was with Salvation Army, we we all the trash we unloaded, you know, it's just crazy. All the dressers, whatnot. I mean, just stuff like furniture, office stuff. We just dumped off at this landfill, and then we just watched all these real big tractors just crush them and just roll them over and just basically just try to cover it up and just. I was like, holy shit, and, you know, I just, I basically, how, I saw how a landfill works, you know, just how you dump all your trash right there, and then just basically just get covered up, like, you know, that's something that's gonna really, I think Simpsons already showed you, even one episode where all the trash starts popping up all over Springfield, and they have to evacuate to a new Springfield, oh man, but yeah, I could, <laughs> that is definitely um something that can happen, because, because um, putting all that trash and everything where it can't, where it can't uh, deteriorate and whatnot, it's gonna really, it's gonna really end up biting us in the ass later, you know. That, but just, re but that was, I don't know. But the plastic thing is a really good idea, you know. I mean, and I can, you know, what I mean, that's good. You have vision like that, and that's what I was saying too earlier, like about, like about random, you know, all plastic that float bottles. Oh yeah. They, you know, I'm mean, just making like random lifesavers, like big ones in the ocean here oh. and there, like, because the only those be there in case shipwreck or whatever. But hopefully it doesn't cause anyone to <laughs> shipwreck. But, but it's just, yeah. But plastic, you know, it's just there. It's everywhere, and like I said, we're one of the biggest manufacturers. And you know, if you think about it too, it's not really worth it when you go to like McDonald's and you just throw away trash and you use like that Big Mac box. And it's just one time use. You know, what I mean, and just bam, trash. Fries, bam, try. We don't think about it, you know, we just toss it. And we, you know, when when McDonald's could easily have a, their own, you know, I mean, their own plastic recycle things, which I'm sure they do, but, you know, not so much to really encourage you to do that because everyone just wants to munch and toss their shit and go, you know, and that's American society, you know, we've gotten a rush like that to where we don't even really second guess simple stuff like that, you know, I mean, and that's how global warming and all this stuff took over, you know, because. I mean, because of us, the way we think, we put ourselves in a rush for no reason when life was so simple. Um, when when we used to hunt the herds, when we used to follow them and just eat, you know what I mean? And we knew where they went and we knew 
you know, we knew how to track him when I was beautiful, but then that's where um, trouble really started was once we started settling down somewhere, you know, and that's when visitors, sickness, and stuff came. Then after they started growing, you know, that's when, like, that's when um, business started, trading started happening, and then, you know, when religion started happening because it needs something to believe in, and once religion happens, you know, I mean, that's when they can easily sway people, and the bigger, uh, you know, I mean, the bigger town gets, the bigger the church gets, and, you know, I mean, the church just ends up controlling everything, and using, you know, God and heaven and hell as fear, you know, I mean, and having, um, that's where they set up the rules and establish, you know, I mean, like, police and all this stuff, when, uh, back in the day, tribes, you know, they had their own way of society and everything, they had their warriors, enforcers, and the wise men, chiefs, and life was good, but, you know, but now, like I say, everything just got in a rush, and everything just became business, everything became about money, everything became about advertising, everything became about living a fast life, and buy this, you'll make you happy, buy that, you'll be happy, you look like this, you'll finally be happy, be this bony, you'll be this happy, you know, and really, most of the time, you know, I mean, it's just, you're, you're just making yourself feel like that, and you don't have to, you know what I mean, that's why you just ignore tabloids, ignore the, you know, ignore the movies now, basically, because everyone you're basically watching is most likely guilty in some pervert or sick way, you know, that's coming to light now, and, you know, and even if you have to, don't listen to this podcast because you're outside and doing, growing a garden, go for it, hell yeah, cool, we applaud you, that's getting our point across, but, you know, in the meantime, I'm just saying, just try to unplug from the matrix, you know, I mean, just try to get off the grid and just try to be one with nature, because that's where you'll find peace and harmony, tranquility, if you're, if you want to meditate, that's the place to do it, because, you'll get in tune with nature or something because we're really off tune with that, you know, and that's why we still have parks because we want to be one with nature still. We still have the urge to still be with Mother Earth and still feel connected, but we're in the city, we're on cement, we're 10 stories, whatever. We're not connected with Mother Earth. That's why we're easy to lose off track. We don't know what, we're not how, we don't know how to feel satisfied. We're not in harmony with the, with the Earth and that's what we're really lacking. That's why I think if we had an Navajo Nation president, we would definitely get things back in order, back in harmony, the way it should be. But because the way everything now is, you know, this ying has a fat ass yang, you know what I mean? So hanging to one side, you know what I mean? It's like one testicle that's infected. That's just, it's just imbalanced, really imbalanced. And we just need to get that shot and get everything cured and back in balance and rotation. The only way we're going to do that, you know, is by simply. Changing yourself, you know, what I mean, working on your problems, being better for yourself and being better for your family. And once you are encouraging your family to be better for themselves and making them think better of themselves. And the only way they're going to do that is by finding peace and harmony and peace with you, the family. And that's why I believe that community garden is definitely good, especially if the community can actually come together and be involved, you know what I mean? Earlier, me and Mateo saw a lady selling some zucchinis and all that, and um, probably some she grew, you know, and it's pretty cool that, hell yeah, people are already out there grinding some of the stuff they grew, man, and we'll be doing that soon, too, so, all right, well, thank you all for listening, and that's me and my take on community gardening. Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.